touch tones, which are our sound for the Straight Talk segment here on Real Presence Live as we begin our second hour of our programming today. Father James Gross joining you along with Father Jason Leffer, uh, priest of the Diocese of Fargo. We're going to be um, uh, taking your calls in just a moment. 877-795-0122 is that toll-free number. You can also leave questions on the Facebook page for Real Presence Radio. I also want to mention quickly while we have the opportunity, we had been promoing um, an appearance by a permanent deacon in the Diocese of Bismarck, Deacon Tony Turnus. Uh, a conflict came up which um, uh, made it uh, impossible for him to join us today, but uh, in a couple of weeks he'll be coming up, uh, hopefully on the August 3rd show, uh, which would be two weeks from today. So thank you, Deacon, and all of our contributors who uh, weigh in with uh, their stories and their analysis on things going on. Um, One thing I want to say just right from the start here is that um, there was some uh, sad, uh, tragic news that came out of the Fargo community uh, late last Friday afternoon. Um, A a gentleman came to the scene of an auto accident on South 25th Street in Fargo and opened fire on um, police and emergency personnel. Uh, Three officers were shot. One of them uh, died from his wounds. Um, and uh, there were there was lots of other damage as well. Uh, another officer was able to um, uh, neutralize the shooter, uh, but it was a, a very traumatic sort of thing, uh, definitely for um, uh, Officer Waleen's family, but also for people in the community. So we'd like to just take a brief moment to um, offer a, a prayer uh, for the sake of all of those who have been affected. So Father, if you would please. Father in heaven, we thank and praise you for the gift of life, and uh, we also uh, acknowledge uh, the presence of evil in our world. And Heavenly Father, we ask you to send the Holy Spirit, Lord and giver of life, the comforter, the consoler, uh, to come now, especially to um, these families who are directly impacted, the people who are directly impacted. We pray for the complete and full healing of the two officers who are in critical uh, condition. And uh, Heavenly Father, we pray too uh, for the entire uh, community of uh, Fargo, Moorhead, especially the, 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 the greater fears that have come out of this of terrorism and conflict. And we pray for peace. We pray for healing. Um, we pray just uh, for the healing power of the, the blood of Christ over the, the entire uh, listening uh, area, and especially concentrated there uh, in, in Fargo. And Heavenly Father, we, we pray for a conversion of all of our hearts, every one of our hearts, our minds, our imaginations, that we would come to know the Lord Jesus, we'd come to know His mercy, His healing love, and, um, and that He has asked us to love one another as He has loved us. Uh, we ask this to become a, a true reality. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the sacrifice of life so that others um, could live. And, and we ask you now, Heavenly Father, to reward those who have made a, such a great price uh, with the eternal salvation and also for those who remain. Um, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Father. You know, at a press conference yesterday um, by Mayor Mahoney and the Chief of Police in Fargo, it was disclosed that this uh, guy had had 
the arsenal of, of a small army, you know, in his vehicle as well as uh, in his apartment, uh, carrying some 1,800 rounds of ammo and uh, numerous firearms, uh, things like that. And, you know, we uh, maybe led to a certain naivete, you know, nothing like that could ever happen in, in our communities. But uh, we're very grateful for the brave uh, responses of uh, those who... Um, those who prevented what certainly would have been an absolutely uh, horrific scene uh, with the uh, downtown street fair and you know lots of other people in in town um, over that time. So our uh, prayers go out. Uh, our prayers go out to everyone, and, and may all the souls of the faithful departed through the mercy of God rest in peace. Amen. Amen. Very good. All right. So. Um, it's not very easy to trans uh, to, to 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 make a transition from that, but uh, there is an event happening in the um, the metropolitan area of Pizek uh, this oh. coming weekend that uh, is um, that that is occupying a lot of your time and attention. Oh my gosh! Robert. Yes, yeah. Well, thank you for bringing that up, Father Gross. The uh, uh, so it's called the Nepomuk Gnarly. It's the third annual Nepomuk Gnarly, and uh, you know it, it's worth talking about more so than even just the event because you know what's behind it. And, you know, it, this all got started to, you know, in our little tiny communities out there, it, it, it's so easy to go negative and say like, oh, we're all small, we're dying, we don't make a difference, you know, and, and somebody once said, well, if, if you're worried about being too small, not making uh, a difference, then just spend one evening in a room with a mosquito. You know, the, the the smallest things can make a huge difference in the world, can make an effect. And so I have this approach like, well, if we're not dead yet, that means we're alive. So are we going to focus on life or are we going to focus on death? And so, you know, the, the small town there and, and the num people who live there, we've we've gotten together and and we're, we came up with this idea, well, let's, let's give everybody in the whole world a, a reason to come to Pisic, North Dakota for one day out of the year. Why, you know, why let's celebrate uh, what's happening. And, and so a combination of everybody, everybody's gifts and abilities, what they have, interests and things, and we've formed this, uh, you know, it's called the Nepomuk Gnarly. It's named after St. John Nepomucene, who's from Nepomuk, and there was the gravel region in in the Czech Republic and we we are the gravel region as well and one of the great things with gravel right now is gravel cycling it's a huge thing that's hitting the whole world actually not just uh, any local area and so I have a background in cycling as well and so we thought well we can do this we'll do this I know that and 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 so the the good folks want to give a shout out um, especially to uh, Josh and Lindsay um, and uh, Francis and Greg there's so many people there to mention who are making huge sacrifices to him and Jackie and and all the, all the good people there and so this our third attempt here and what so we had like two kind of big things going on one is it's family oriented it's child oriented so that, I think that's the, the the biggest thing of it is we've created an environment for family and children to come for one day and just have a just an ex great time a great experience and so on the family end of it there's this we call it the ice cream loop and it's just you know people come of all stages you just ride up this hill and you ride back and it's all safety conscious the whole bit uh and uh, when they get back they they get rewarded with an ice cream cone you know and at the at the famous jmart there in pisic and then now this year you're going to additionally you're going to get three free tosses at the uh at the dunking booth as well so every every person who goes up there they're gonna get three tosses at the dunking booth well, and well a certain catholic be <coughs> there's on a the, on there the there the yeah there's booth. there's an idea that there might be a certain <laughs> personalities uh, in there that you can throw at so uh, people are really excited about that so um, and we'll be giving away eight eight 
bicycles for for kids and stuff like that. Part of that part of that also can be huge fireworks display. There's a petting zoo. There's real life size train that they're gonna be able to crawl and have rides with. We have a real life size fire truck that they're gonna be able to crawl up and shoot the water off and. Um, the uh, cotton candy, the, the works. So we're going to have food trucks there, the, the whole bit. There's going to be live music. We're going to have a, a street dance. Um, meanwhile, the other side of it, we have actual, um, it's become a, a big known throughout the whole, not just the United States, but kind of across the world that from levels of competition for gravel riding. And so there's going to be a introductory level, like 16 mile. There's going to be a competitive uh, 40 mile. And then the, there's a pro level, actually 100 miles. And it's all through the gravel region there. There's uh, over 4,000 feet of climbing that's involved in the pro level, not not the shorter ones. But um, so we have professionals coming out from uh, Quebec, from Virginia, from state of Washington, Colorado, Minnesota, South Dakota, um, Canada. Uh, all, all coming down and uh, so it goes to show you so here the number one pro cyclist in the world right now um, Adam Robert he is he's out of Quebec and he, he came last year first time experience well uh, he was supposed to come in last evening because he's gonna come and train for the the ride the race and everything turns out his the flights got canceled out of Quebec they could not find a connecting flight to get here he started driving last night 23 hours to get here for wow. for this experience and i was talking to him on the phone he said he said we he said of all the races he does throughout the world he had, he could have gone to iceland or full expense paid trip there for their race this weekend he said he says i, I do not want to miss it he, like we have host families who host these riders okay. and all the riders are just like i'm i'm coming back because of just the love we received and the incredible fellowship and, and all this and so adam actually said he goes last year he had a race the next weekend after this he said i Cancel that race. He said, I'm going to spend four or five days just in Pizik with the host family. Uh, he and his fiance right. when they come or whatever. So I think that's a testimony yeah. to what we're building there, what we're trying to accomplish. Mm -hmm. And every, and it's so fun. We put so much effort in doing this. And it's so interesting. After, like the day after whatever, we all kind of look at each other and go, well, what's the next thing we're going to do now? You know, what are we going to do now? Because it, it's really bonding. And, and so in a small community, some of the benefits are we've, we've cleaned up all of the abandoned houses and the properties. We've, uh, we've been able to, you know, patch the potholes. We, we're, we're getting a new fire truck out of the deal. I mean, so like, and this is the effect of it. We're working on getting a gas station. I mean, like, people, people start dreaming and they start thinking and they realize, oh, we could do this. Like, I mean, three years ago when we did this, I said, we're going to have, we're going to have gold and silver for They're like, how would we ever do that? And, and now we're giving away like $15,000 in prizes and, and cash to the riders and things. And, and we have sponsors coming on because they see the life that's happening, what's happening. And it, it, see, life is addictive, right? It gets addictive. And that, that, so that's what we want. We want, and we, it's coming from a Catholic faith perspective a catholic right how do we rebuild the catholic culture where, where does it start so that's and that the event is going to be on sa this coming saturday the 22nd up in uh, pisek north dakota just one other thing i wanted to mention is that i kind of get a chuckle when you say gravel cycling i think for kids on the farm that was one of the only options there was right <laughs> <laughs> well like when i was a kid i always wanted 10 speed my dad was like no you can't get a 10 you don't ride 10 speeds on gravel that's the you know if you ever move to the city one day you can get one of those fancy bikes but this is you're gonna have the old 
junker bike out here, you know. Well, they're 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 not junker bikes anymore. Oh, I they're was going <laughs> to say, yeah, they're probably top of the line uh, machinery there. Well, we have a question that was uh, submitted by somebody who called in, uh, not on the phone with us just now, but um, uh, oftentimes one of the most highly acclaimed movies in history is the uh, classic from 1941, Casablanca, and this uh, listener asked, I just rewatched Casablanca for the millionth time. Um, whether that's literal or not, we can't say. Do you have any comments about a Catholic message in the film? It's been a little while since I've seen it, but, um, you know, of course, it's with the onset of, of World War II and um, yeah, really the, um, the, the, the the romance, kind of the on-again, off-again. Again, it's been long for me, too, but um, my brain's... Doesn't he... He makes a sacrifice in the end for her, right? So she can escape. I can't see. It's been a while since I've seen yeah. it, but I think mm-hmm. there, I think there is a theme of sacrifice. If you don't get on that, that plane, you'll regret there it, Elsa. Go. Not today, maybe not tomorrow, but soon, and for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I mean, the, uh, of personal sacrifice for the good of another kind of thing, so that you can build off those themes. I, I think you'd find something like that in there. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. No. It's a, it's a it, it's a great um, it, it's a great example of of that genre and. Uh, yeah, Humphrey Bogart just had uh, a style all of his own, didn't he? Yeah, play you know? it again, Sam. Yes, yes. Okay, indeed. so the um, there's something I'd like to bring up here too, and I think we're okay. okay there's this this movie that's out yes. right now, that it, Sound it, of Freedom, yeah, which can, was can uh, tell us about it. It was uh, released on the Fourth of July rather than on a typical, you know, like a Friday uh, uh, release, and uh, a lot of the talk from the industry experts was like, well. This really isn't going to go very far in the first place, but even more so because it's coming out around the same time as Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. And a 80, now 81-year-old Harrison Ford uh, with his one last ride in that role and all the rest of it. Well, the advance sales of tickets prior to the premiere on July 4th equaled the box office take for Indiana Jones. And over the last couple of weeks, this film really has had a lot of box office staying power. So it wasn't, you know, just kind of a a one-shot deal and people have been forgetting about it. This movie... Um, has been moving people pretty deeply. I uh, ended up seeing it a, a few days ago. It is a. It's based on a true story of a gentleman who had been a um, an investigator through the Department of Homeland Security, seeking to break up, uh, you know, pedophile and child slavery rings with regard to uh, the illegal immigration, you know, trade in the United States. Tim Ballard is the person's real name, and he's played by uh, the actor Jim Caviezel, who portrayed Jesus in Passion of the Christ. A lot of our listeners will recognize uh, that name and that actor from that role. And so what this uh, gentleman, Mr. Ballard, decided to do, this agent, was to uh, step away from his role and to expand what he himself would do in not only trying to save children, but to reunite them with families. And the uh, focal point of the movie was a young boy and his older sister from Honduras who were kidnapped under the ruse of being put on some sort of like a entertainment show and the boy was captured in an attempt to enter into the United States of Tijuana but um, uh, they ended up tracking the larger ring to Colombia and found this girl in uh, a very dangerous jungle region where people said listen we're not going in with you if you um, if, if you get in trouble no one's coming to the rescue so that really adds to the drama of the climate scene and one of the things that's been 
alarming, I think, on the part of a lot of, not just Catholics, but, you know, Christians, people of goodwill, is the um, contrived pushback on the part of people in the mainstream media that there's something, you know, a reason to find fault with the promotion of this movie and the goals, you know, of those who are featured in it. And it's just kind of a, do a you, perplexing do you, thing. Do you have any ideas why you think they're they're so counter to it? Why, why would Hollywood be opposed to this kind of... Anything? You know, a lot of it, I think, is just uh, the, the, the influence of evil and... Uh, uh, you know, on an individual basis, and how even if people wouldn't wouldn't admit to it straight up, just kind of the um, how used people have gotten to an atmosphere of exploitation, um, of uh, you know, just objectification of others, yeah. and so it's it's causing them to really. Uh, look in the mirror and and do some introspection. You know, see, it is interesting because like Hollywood's on strike right now. They got this strike going on. And Writers and but, the actors. But the one the yeah. one the one production that's not on strike is The Chosen. And w- w- what's interesting about this? So historically, any Catholic, any Christian themed movie that they actually do, it's always a blockbuster. It's always a blockbuster. Christians always respond to the movie. So you'd sit here and think like. Why doesn't Hollywood jump on, if they're really about profit and so forth, why wouldn't they jump on these things yeah. and actually make studio... The pro- right. The pro- so, in fact, just not to interrupt you here, but the, the project, Sound of Freedom, was filmed some five years ago, and it was owned by a, a company within the Disney, um, the Walt Disney Company, and basically they sat on it. They did right. not want to uh, you know, distribute it or promote it, and only once it came out of there and under Angel Studios, I believe is the name of the production, company now you know a different entity is it now seeing the light of day and being released you know in wide uh, theatrical release and a lot of people i think are asking big questions about some of these um media brands that previously had been very reliable very safe well you know they are advocating the same things i advocate for my family in terms of you know good storytelling and virtues and stuff like that and the more you see um, you know, either these um, passive-aggressive sorts of things, or just the outright, uh, you know, monkeying with um, uh, gospel values. You know, a lot of people are really voting with their feet. Um, Disney owns a lot of different media properties, including the cable sports channel ESPN. They have laid off a lot of people, including very prominent on-air talent, because they're just hemorrhaging money like crazy. And um, one of the things that was really a backstop for them was the, the profit that came in from their various theme parks and merchandising. And as that's been decreasing, too, they don't have the same kind of safety nets. So they're facing near crisis proportions in their business model. And you just think to yourself, how long are they going to remain stubborn and say, we believe in what we're doing the way we're doing it rather than to, you know, allow this feedback to, you know, reshape their whole their whole concept or to return to some of the, you know, the more noble themes that they'd been. Yeah. I mean, it really does expose that there, there definitely is an agenda. So anything, because on the one hand, if they wanted to, they could make huge profit off of producing good Christian quality movies. And so, because again, Catholics, Christians would flock to that stuff. They're, we're always so eager to some movie of hope or goodness or truth or beauty or, I mean, the whole world responds to that stuff. So, Mm -hmm. so there's definitely an agenda to, 
keep those out and have these other kind of really just poor quality things and not only produce, that just you know? the um, the contrived insertion of some sort of token character that represents a cause that you know a lot of moms and dads are saying you know we don't agree with this personally and we really don't want to um uh expose you know our children whatever yeah. their age to so, it. you know like the pixar studio so so coming back to the yes. sound of freedom that yes. so like on sunday in my adult ed class the you know it got derailed because almost every adult in the class had gone to see the movie and oh my gosh they're giving these testimonies of of how it affected them deeply and, how, and wow and, okay. and and seeing in at the end of the movie they give this appeal to you know pay it forward or make it possible for somebody else to see it and they're all like yeah i i want others to see it and 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 so forth so you know and that's just again small town north dakota look, look at the dramatic effect that this has and, and of course it's it's a pertinent issue right now on our our southern border and the human trafficking of women and children and it isn't just there but it's in the whole uh, there's worldwide re yeah. worldwide reasons why there's human trafficking going on if yes. there's if you know and again if you go all the way back well why because we we had we're doing these immoral things between men and women and with 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 marriage and fertility we're doing one child policy you, i mean mm -hmm. whenever you mess with how god designed nature you, you're going to end up with with something out of balance and when you get something out of balance yeah. you're going to react by doing these evil moral things mm -hmm. you know right so we only have a few minutes left in this segment here but one other thing i wanted to just say quickly about this the title where does that title come from and there's a scene in the movie where a large group of children are being rescued from their captivity in what seems like, and this is the irony of it, it seems like an idyllic setting, a tropical, you know, port city near Cartagena, Colombia, etc., and, and all the rest of it. And the children, when they realize that the bad people are being arrested and that they're, you know, are no longer under their 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 servitude, they begin to cheer and, and uh, sing and applaud. And so somebody comments that that's the sound of freedom. And so that line was so striking that they said, that's going to be the hook. That's going to be the title for this film. So please check it out in your local theaters. We very highly recommend this movie. And in fact, Bishop Kagan from the Diocese of Bismarck uh, had a an endorsement, a plug that was actually printed on the bottom of a lot of posters and uh, literature. And I think, you know, going a little away from the movie maybe, yeah. but it, it raises consciousness for us of, uh, uh, again, real right now present day need to address w the dignity of the human person and, and what's going on, yes. on 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 this level and 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 really to look at you know again pray for catholic lay people lay leaders to rise up and to inform the political process and say you know enough is enough there's certain evil look let's let's address let's be <laughs> common sense logical about certain evils that are going on and say that that's enough let's take these measures that there's simple things that can be done to change this stuff but obviously there's money behind all this so it keeps flowing i mean yeah mm -hmm. and and we, we really need to pray for the conversion of our own hearts our right you know yeah, this people isn't something that, up, that was so. just this isn't something that was just you know frozen in history and is anachronistic but uh speaking of history i've been reading and hearing a little bit about this person uh by the name of bartolome de los Casas, I believe he was a Franciscan friar uh, from Spain who came to the New World in the early 1500s, and he made a name for himself by his advocacy for the native peoples and speaking out against the abuses that were being perpetrated against them by colonists um, in places like Cuba, Mexico, etc. Okay, and, and and we should probably clear the name too, Saint. 
Nipro Serra, yes. who's gotten such a bad name, and they've associated him with slavery. And and it's the exact opposite. He sacrificed his life for the native peoples to get them out of slavery for their dignity and so forth. And, this, mm-hmm. and this, for me, this is what's so frustrating kind of about what the world, again, there's this media battle. The world will, will twist things and pervert it to make it look like Catholic things are so evil, wicked, when no, it's, it's, it's the Catholic people, personality saints who are sacrificing their lives to address mm-hmm. this evil, like you're saying. Right. You know, like when Father Sarah is going up the coast of California and developing these missions, a lot of the naysayers will say, well, the, the only reason for that is to subvert, you know, the, the Indian culture and to disgrace the people. No, it was, it was a means of providing a structure of life that opened them up to a relationship with Christ and, you know, all of those things which um, historically have really been the underlining but you know nowadays uh, any um, you know any malcontent can just you know tear down and, a statue and be celebrated and, and true Christianity is always based off a of natural thing and it's grace building on nature so it, it has to do with raising up the dignity of the human person not oppressing the human person so at the heart of any true Christian expression whether it's a, a church or a school or a hospital it has at the heart of it the dignity of the human person and so yeah I feel passionate about this because mm-hmm. so many of our saints and stuff get slandered and 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 you hardly ever hear anybody coming and telling the truth of what really went on it's the, these people they sacrifice their lives for the good the dignity of the people you know and yeah, yeah. Our, our our Christian history our Catholic history is just replete with these beautiful saints and and lights in the darkness and hope Right, you know, yeah. you know, and and not to oversimplify things because there are a lot of complexities to to the picture of the individual places. But you look back on you know the um, uh, the call to evangelization that has been uh, represented so faithfully by so many groups. Um, religious orders like uh, the Jesuits from France that came to modern-day Quebec, you know, in the 1600s, um, the order that uh, Father Daniel, uh, you know, of Molokai, uh, Saint Damien, uh, Damien, excuse me, Saint Damien de Wooster, you know, in Hawaii and various other places like that, they're not going to say, well, and it's not just a matter of pride in terms of this is all my idea. They say, I've received a great gift. And I am obliged to share that gift with whoever will receive it. And so that's really at the heart of evangelization. And uh, an important piece of that really is to uh, defend the rights of human beings wherever those things are being uh, trampled and disgraced. So it doesn't matter what particular religion uh, vulnerable children belong to or you know where they come from, the need is so great. And movies like Sound of Freedom are a clarion call that is not being taken up the way it should be in the, yeah. in, in the larger conversation in the world. So when we're, we are gonna step aside in just a moment and we're gonna have a, a great uh, testimonial from someone within, I guess you could say our real presence right Radio family. We're looking forward to this conversation coming up and we'll uh, dive into it after the break. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Welcome back, everyone, to Real Presence Live on a Thursday. Father James Gross joined by Father Jason Leffer, priest of the Diocese of Fargo, who um, uh, are uh, enjoying very much being able to uh, share part of our day with you and whatever you are up to. If you're uh, traveling or um, working on things at home or at work, we are very grateful that you've taken this time to uh, to, to join us uh, today and to be a part of these conversations. People often remark about how um, various uh, testimonies and uh, life stories uh, 